From Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Who Charted. Welcome to Who Charted. My name is Manish Kata, and with me as normal, I have Dan Russo. Let's get after it. All right, getting after it, starting off with the Bloomberg Commodity Index. This is a weekly chart uh, of that index, and we can see that despite the equity market being under pressure, um, we're not seeing it flow through to other quote-unquote risk-on type assets. The Bloomberg Commodity Index actually traded at an all-time high or a 52-week high uh, last week before fading to close kind of right around the level where it opened. It's trading above its 10-week moving average. It's trading above the key breakout level, which is the 2018 highs uh, that kind of precipitated or preceded uh, a global growth slowdown. So uh, thus far, commodities are holding up better than equities. Looking at it from a momentum perspective, we can see that the 14-week RSI is in the process of breaking a downtrend line. It's holding within a bullish regime. And really interesting to me is it's on the verge of actually breaking out relative to equities. So it's not often that you see commodities outperforming the S&P 500, but we could be on the verge of just that, watching that line at the bottom of the chart really closely. So I titled this Calm the F*** Down because I did this over the weekend and the uh, S&P was only 2.2% away from its all-time high. We're recording this on 920, and as we're recording, the S&P is down about 2%. I still think it holds true. Look, last September, uh, the, uh, September 2020, the S&P declined 10%. October, uh, it rallied, and then in October, it declined another 7%. We haven't had a 5% decline since then. So being 2.2% or now, you know, depending on how we close, you know, 4 to 5% below the all-time high, it's not something to freak out about. We're still, you know, a good bit away from the 200-day, if you consider that a longer-term trend, a 10-month trend line. And we're just off the all-time highs. Declines are okay. People need to calm down and stop freaking out just because you see a little bit of red. It happens from time to time. We are still in an uptrend, and until that changes, you have to respect it. When the data bleeds through, you can then make adjustments. But for now, calm down. All right, drilling down on the sector level, uh, energy is kind of one of those groups that's been left for dead. And I took a daily chart of the S&P 500 en- energy index here. We can see that it's trying to make the turn to the upside. Now, we're not there yet and, you know, kind of under pressure a little bit here today as we record. Uh, but it's something that I'm keeping an eye on, a potential turn after a correction slash consolidation in the S&P 500 energy index. And what's really interesting to me is if we look at the percentage of stocks in that particular index that are above their 50-day moving averages, we've seen a big spike here recently. So if you think, you know, activity in the individual names uh, leads what you see in the index, what we're seeing here is the percentage of stocks above their 50-day moving average uh, moving from zero uh, back in July and spending most of August below 20%. uh, It's over the course of the past couple of weeks spiking to the point where we're now over 70%. So we're starting to see some improvement under the surface of the energy index, and we're just below a breakout level. Dow Jones Transports, we're big believers that this is a leading indicator. So it's not actually great news to see this decline um, as the S&P, at least as of recently, was around all-time highs. We're about 10% from all-time highs here, and we're uh, dancing with the 200-day moving average. Now, obviously, we're recording on a big down day. We probably breached that at this point. 
it's kind of at a critical point to see if we can regain some momentum or if this thing is going to continue to decline. If the divergence gets any wider from here, in all likelihood, I would expect the S&P to follow suit. So we're at a critical juncture here to see if it can hold its, its, uh, its, its uptrend from, from way past or continue to decline from its all-time high. All right. I always look, like to look for pockets of strength when the equity market in general is under pressure. Uh, and we're starting to see, and we see some of that strength in the uh, healthcare equipment and services uh, area of the market. So this is one of the industry groups, obviously, within the healthcare sector. Uh, steady uptrend, looking at the daily chart above its 50-day moving average, which is steadily rising. It's been a good uh, guide for the uptrend uh, for, for much of the past year, year and a half. Uh, and on a relative basis, relative to the S&P 500, we're starting to see a breakout, uh, meaning that this group is taking a leadership position. So when the equity market's under pressure, I think it's always a great exercise to see which areas of the market are holding up the best, uh, which ones are actually starting to outperform, because those areas of the market are likely to lead uh, when the market stabilizes and turns higher. So healthcare equipment and services is one that's on our radar screen. Ratio of lumber to gold. We've talked about this uh, quite often, and Dan reports on this in his daily note. Essentially, it's a kind of an intermarket analysis data point where when lumber starts to outperform gold, you would expect growth assets to follow suit. And when gold outperforms lumber, you expect it to be a risk-off risk situation. Now, lumber has obviously declined uh, a lot since uh, reaching an all-time high earlier this year. It's made a turn now where recently uh, we had a buy signal from our version of the lumber gold um, uh, indicator. Essentially, you're taking a rate of change over a, a, a weekly period, uh, going back anywhere from four to 10 weeks, depending on your system. Uh, this has now turned. So essentially, lumber uh, on this rate of change has now uh, started to outperform gold. This is a slow moving system. It's not something to, to get excited about, point being, you know, if you're looking at some of this intermarket stuff, you, you're going to assume here that that growth now will, will take leadership. We will see, but the signal has been entered, and we'll track it from here. All right, that wraps up Who Charted Six Charts in Six Minutes. Thanks for carving out time to be with us once again. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that like button. We'll come back to you soon. Thank you. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. 